Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Horses and Biscuits. Um, this is uh, a show that we do every couple of weeks um, to follow the progress of Rocking Horse Media as they take on um, the, the, uh, the, the task that they have recently. It's been Izzy versus Jess with the accidental feature film together. We will follow that progress right through to the premiere. It was amazing. And now it's back to business with the care home drama that was formerly called Karen. It's changed names now, right, Gareth? Yeah, we're, yes, we're now called Henry House. We think, um, uh, since now that Izzy Orchard, obviously all are here, is, is our main character, and Karen is a really, really important support role to that character, we felt that it was the right time to make that change. And with the name Henry House, it means we can follow any amount of characters, any sorts of directions, um, and it just rolls with the tongue. A bit of alliteration, I love it, it's all good. <laughs> I don't know. I quite like the. I like a lot. I quite like shouting. I'm. I'm working on Karen. I'm. I'm working with Karen. I'm doing the Karen thing because it makes people go, "Oh, what?" But Henry House, I like it. I do like it. It's great for what it is. Uh, obviously, we just heard from Gareth from Rock and Horse. We're also joined by NASA and Orla, um, who's been on the show before. How are you guys? You good? Grand, thank you. Thank you. And happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. Egg day today. Do you know what? I didn't get a single Easter egg. These girls didn't get me an Easter egg. You didn't get me an Easter egg. I mean, you know. I had the first Easter egg I've had in years brought down for me um, when my dad came to to see me last week. So I cracked that open this morning. No need to rub it in. You know, no. <laughs> hey, just but saying. This is, this is the thing when you become a responsible adult, you can buy as many Easter eggs as you like. You like 99p in our, in our week. <laughs> or I end, I'll buy five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's been a, it's been an interesting day today. Um, lovely, though. I went for a bike ride um, in, in Shrewsbury. The quarry in town was absolutely amazing. So many people out there. The sun was coming down. Oh, it's fantastic. So uh, uh, in the chat, we've got Karen Campbell says, uh, Happy Easter to all of you. Happy birthday. Uh, well, happy Easter. If it's your birthday, happy <laughs> birthday too. And Jane Pickworth is in the chat. She says, Happy Easter too. Right, Gareth, um, first of all, um, Izzy versus Jess, gone now, different gear. What does that feel uh, like for you? It's it's weird, to be honest. Like, actually, like, going into a project, knowing that you've actually said what you're going to do, you've, you've produced a film, which you can now turn back and say, oh, by the way, here's something we, we made, literally something we made earlier. Um, to, <sighs> to, to have that now and be able to say that, it, oh, we want to make this thing. We've actually done it now. Um, and, I, and I know it's all the first time on the show since, but... Um, and she had a couple of weeks to have not exactly a, a break, really, is it? Let's be fair, but a break from us, anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if you can call it a break. Um... <laughs> yeah, because you obviously you had your university stuff to do. As yeah, well as I've finished stuff. my dissertation um, after Izzy versus Jess, so it's like a weight off my shoulders. Not quite finished with uni in general, but nearly there. What happens after uni then? Are you back off up to Scotland or are you? No, I'm staying, oh, unfortunately, staying down south. Um, <laughs> nah, um, I've decided to move to Leeds with some of my uh, pals. Um, I was actually born there. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of, my mom and all my family are like, oh, you're heading back to where it started. I'm like, yep, yep, 
Cool, cool. So it's really interesting for you to to call Leeds down south. I don't think I've ever heard someone call Leeds down south before. Everything, you know everything beyond the border is down south. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like just everything is is down south. No matter where geographically I am in England, it's down south. <laughs> um, I think you judge it by uh, whether you have gravy and cheese on your chips. I mean, once that stops happening, and that's a down south. Do you have Gravy and cheese on your chips? Well, we do, that... but it's not my combo. Sounds yeah. weird. Like cheesy chips, yeah. Gravy chips, fine. Put t- together. That's like beans on toast. You don't do it. What? What? Beans on toast? Beans on toast. Beans on toast. Nah, beans. Uh, beans on toast. Right. It's been a short show, guys, but thank you so much. I'm joking. Couple <laughs> 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 more. <laughs> couple more comments coming in. Michelle Jennings says, hi, happy Easter. And and we have Simone Wells as well says, hi, happy Easter. And Brandy says, happy bunny day. Yeah, we've got to keep them coming in, guys. Um, Michelle says, go. ew, not together. What, I... beans, toast, chips, cheese and gravy? <laughs> no, don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is now, what is nice, though, is, is cheesy chips with curry sauce. Now that, it sounds disgusting, but that's absolutely luck. Nah, you just, right, so I'm going to, you guys won't know what I'm talking about, but there's this um, brand, like franchise takeaway um, place um, back home in Ireland, and it's called Fryer Talks. And you haven't lived until you had their super chip, which is like this indescribably amazing, like chicken kind of sauce thing that's kind of gravy but isn't quite gravy. And it, oh, honest to God, is it like American gravy? Because like doing USAC with my American friends, and they're like they talk about gravy, and it's like this thick, horrible thing, and they have biscuits, which are just savory scones, savory scones, people, right? <laughs> um, biscuits. No, I, I uh, don't know, but it's like indescribable. You haven't lived until you've tried it. I, I know so. this is like Al's show, but although I've got a question: How is Ireland back home? I thought you were from Scotland. Don't oh right, no, see. Right, I'm I'm half Irish, so like, oh, like dad's so, from there. So, so you're from Leeds, like, Scotland, and Ireland. Make your mind yeah, up. My surname's Welsh, so <laughs> really, I'm the poster girl for Britain. Very <laughs> good. Yeah. Bit of everything, yeah. Right. yeah. Where in Ireland, Ola? Um, Northern Ireland. Oh, okay. Uh, my family's down is, south. Yeah, so we're we're up north. Um, Brandy, I've upset Brandy. She says, "Be careful, I'm American, oh. right?" Yeah. And she says, "Where are you going with that, Alex?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> let's not pick a fight with Brandy. That's the last thing we need to do. What we need to do is talk about our our um, our Doctor Who actor that's joined, currently joined uh, Henry House, Gareth yeah. uh, Simon Fisher Becker. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's easily the most high profile casting we we've got so far. We we pride ourselves on giving opportunities to undiscovered talents. The likes of Miss Orla Jones here uh, is one of many. Dean Raymond's another, who's who's I oh, went to see his panther yesterday. He soaked me in a water pistol, so he's currently, he's currently dead to me. But I'll be fine by next weekend. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we like to to, to 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 give opportunities to people who who haven't made their name on TV and film yet. And then we like to mix it up. We're now bringing in Rocky North Media's got to a point now. We're now getting that nice blend of experience, people who have been there and done it, and those who are just coming through. And I think the perfect show, the perfect Henry House, will be a combination of both of those coming together and learning from each other. 
Amazing, amazing. And all uh, to work with someone as experienced as Simon, is that going to be a great experience for you? Are you worried about it, excited? Um, How's it feel? I'm, just, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, it's a surreal opportunity, to be honest. Um, I'm not a, a Doctor Who fan. Me neither. Um, wobbly sets, I can't do wobbly I know, sets. But I also, he was the fat fryer in um, Harry Potter, and I'm a Hufflepuff. So, that like... I can I can get behind that, you know. Um, yeah. But no, I'm looking forward to working with him um, and learning kind of the tricks of the the trade, so to speak. Um, I know that he'll have a lot of advice, um, and I'm looking forward to working with him. And of course, yeah. you've actually already been in the scene with him, haven't you? In as you versus Jeff, you two are next to each other for about. Yeah, yeah. When when we first when we first met him, um, he I, I got speaking to him, um, which was just amazing to like. I, I was a bit nervous speaking to him for the first time because he was he was just there to do that little scene, um, but he took the time to speak to me then as well, um, which was really nice. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Um, and NASA, I've got to talk to you about because obviously, oh, we've got, what was that? I accidentally pressed that. I'm very <laughs> sorry, Brandy. It started reigniting my argument with Brandy there. Just bringing uh, <laughs> up a comment. But your your mom showing us in the, in the chat. She says British Isles family mums. Scottish dads from North, North, Northern Ireland, all are born in Leeds, brought up in Scotland, surname is Jones, so all areas covered. Uh, just get your Irish passport next. Sorry, Al, it does mean that we can appeal to an audience anyway now. We can say, oh, all are Jones, Scottish actors. <laughs> all are Jones. We get screeners all, all around the whole, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. you know, done. Exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, Everybody gets a, a roll of the dice with Rocking Horse, don't they? You know, everybody's got their roles to play. And obviously, NASA, uh, Izzy versus Jess, is that going to be a di- is it was that a different role that you played there that, as what you're going to be playing with with um, Henry House? Not really, not not vastly different. I was a producer and sound recordist on on Izzy versus Jess, and that's going to be pretty consistent through with Henry House. Obviously, the the yeah. two projects are, are very very different. Obviously, in in terms of format, Henry House is a TV show. Mm. And Izzy versus Jess was just a, a feature film, and um, yeah. just just a feature <laughs> film. <laughs> First many, of course, and um, yeah. So so as far as my role goes, not not vastly different. Um, I think it's just the stakes get, you know, they have to rise, um, and with that, so will everyone's experience and and work ethic and drive, and everything's just going to go up and up as as the project just expands and, and Rocking Horse expands as well. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult knowing that you know such a short space like you said a short shorter time on screen whatever you've got to make such an impact you know if you want to sell this pilot it's got to look sound sound <laughs> and feel great you know so um, I know you're knocking out the park though it's gonna be great and hopefully we get we get the uh, the dubbing in time this time Gareth um, <laughs> I've got to get that in I've got to get it in I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah, yeah I'll give you that one look it goes an instant shade of red when you mention it look at it <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay right moving on we have uh, auditions coming up um, for really? for a, a, a new Karen <laughs> I brought, yeah, yes we do brand new Karen uh, of course this has been in the planning for like since before Christmas and then the storms happened and yeah, it's just like how how are we in April and we haven't done this yet? It's just nuts. I know. For all our talk of doing it, things have just kind of well, life's gotten in the way, I guess. Um, yeah. But now it's finally happening, which is which is good. 
Yeah. And to think, if we did it when we originally planned these auditions, Izzy versus Jess might not have been finished. Yeah. Well, that freaks yeah. me out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really true. It is. It's weird how the, I said it before. Those storms actually saved the film because mm. if we hadn't been able to cancel the Karen auditions, which we were forced to, because like half the people couldn't get there, they're going to get blown away. A load of like Karens in midair, you know, just you know, wizard. <laughs> So, um, so we had no choice on that one. But if we hadn't, if that they hadn't been freed up, especially with all his availability being so tight and Dean's availability being so tight, I don't know where we would, where we would have found that extra day. I really don't. So no, yeah. You know. I gotta say though, I you know I know we're in sort of nature's hands that extra day of filming that up where I came along and I really enjoyed that day. I went and picked up all her. We went and drove and we got some food. I spent the day with you guys watching film. I wound the hell up out of NASA with that bell. I was <laughs> she was ready to punch me. She was. And and then um, we, we went back. It was an, a really good day. I really enjoyed spending time with you guys. But um, um, it, like you said, NASA, if, if it wasn't for that storm, Izzy versus Jess was on the balance, wasn't it? It wouldn't, it might not have happened. So, well, you know, um, Karen is a different, almost different, um, has a different focus now, though, right? Because it, it's all about Izzy now, right? Is that Izzy's been brought to the forefront? Karen's been slightly for, pushed back, is that right? Yeah, um, basically, Karen's um, as important as she ever was, in as much as she's this maternal figure now, um, who the obvious example is she's a maternal figure to, to Izzy, um, but she's a maternal figure um, to some extent to, to so many different characters. And what, what's what's so significant about Karen is, it, on the face of it, it might even look like she doesn't need, seem to get the bulk of the storylines herself, but she's pivotal to everyone else's storylines. And if you take her out, you'll often see when we get to series, Izzy, who does she go to when she's struggling with stuff? She goes to Karen. Alid will go to Karen. Uh, Wesley and Karen are going to constantly have these arguments going on back and forth, back and forth. I can't wait to see that. I can't yeah, wait to see that. The, the residents will go to Karen. So... Um, so she's, you know, if he's always going to be centre centre stage and spotlight, we, we recognised that a long time ago. Hence why we made why we shifted it up, and that was the, the right thing to do. And when we made that decision, so many people came to me because when you make a big decision to completely change the dynamic of a show, especially before you you've made anything yet, because obviously this is pre Izzy versus Jess too, so I couldn't even fall back on that. Um, it's quite common for people to think, oh, steady, you're literally you raised some money for this film now and now or this series, now you want to change it up. But every single person came to me and said, I'm so glad you made that choice because we, we thought this show could work, but having seen what all of us doing as Izzy and in the, even in the early days, the early audition scenes and stuff, um, they were seeing that as good as it might be, if you make her the centre center point of it, the focal point, it will definitely be a success. Um, and that's a credit to you all. That the people yeah. said that. It's not just Thank me. You. I, this was said back to me after I made the choice. I think, oh, are they going to kick off? And every single one of them was like, well, thank goodness for that. Well, it was just the way that everything kind of expanded. And obviously, like, um, I'm executive producer on this project as well, but just because of how much back and forth we've been doing, like script work, audition stuff, and it just kind of, like, progressed naturally and everyone was kind of already on board with the idea, I guess. Yeah. Um, But that's not to say that Karen's not vital. She's kind of, like... I think you once described her, Gareth, as the glue that sticks yeah. Henry House together. Uh-huh. Um, so that's very much kind of like still the main role of the character, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think credit's credit to Waller as well um, is that what, the, the only person that wasn't shocked, sorry, the only person that was shocked 
about this news. Oh, because the way it, way it, it, it all happens really awkwardly. Well, we made this decision to make Izzy the main character and have Karen this consistent lead support role. Um, the last person I could see to talk about it face to face because it was the Christmas break was actually Orla. Oh, yeah, I was the last to know. So I. <laughs> And I never, because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a lazy director in as much as I don't go and meet people, they come to me. And then I said to all of them, I'm going to come and see you in Shrewsbury. Now, that probably in itself would have sent alarm bells ringing, like, well, why is Gareth coming to Shrewsbury? Um, so I went and met with her. And honestly, the look on her face, she was genuinely shocked. And I think it says a lot about her humility. <laughs> you know, her, come her see lack me of... in Shrewsbury. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> it says a lot. For all, for all the talent she's got, there's that literally no ego because... Everyone else saw it coming apart from her, and I think that says a lot, says, says a lot for the girl. So, you know, keep being nice. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really clever move, though, to take the, the, the charisma uh, and, and, and the charm that, that Izzy does have as a character and put her at the top there, though. It just makes a lot of sense. Because, I mean, as, as nice as Karen is, they're kind of like, all right, you know, we've got to get through the day. Kind of that kind of, she has that really sort of slow, methodical kind of approach to it, it's, it's kind of warming to see Karen, whereas with Izzy it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like one of these and it's like, that. that I think that's really important to to yeah. have that at the front there for people to see, and then everything else takes its place behind that so yeah, it's very clever, very good Thank you. Um, and uh, do you know, should we have a look at the promo? You, you made a promo for Mother's Day, and obviously yeah. things have got kind of got, uh, you know in the way a little bit there, <laughs> but we've got this uh, this promo here for for um, Karen. Let's take a look at that. Here we go. Awesome, awesome. I gotta say, right, if you're listening to this the audio a bit, I'm gonna take that out because there's lots of. I, I was doing my voiceover bit there. Izzy meets her, you know. <laughs> you can't see the text that's coming up. Um, so I what I'll do is I'll take that out, and if you have a link for that somewhere, Gareth, we'll put that yeah. on the readout for the podcast, and we'll make sure people can see that. But also as well. Uh, can't, don't pay attention to that because auditions are full, right? You're full out. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, I, fully booked. I, I did that promo and I was like, why am I doing a promo for a fully booked audition campaign? But it just felt like it, it was important that, because we managed to keep hold, I think out of all the original Karens who were booked in before the storm, I would say about 10 out of 12 have, have come through again and said, yeah, we still want to be in, we still want this and, and they've come through. But it was, it was more, I think, just to, an internal thing, really, for, for our existing cast and crew and the up and, and the incoming potential Karen, just to sort of get get the excitement going again, you know, because obviously being so much about Izzy versus Jess, it was important. I think that there was some kind of point where we're like, right, now we're back on this, and that was kind of what the point of that video was. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, right, we'll go around the room. I'm going to ask for. I'm going to put you all on the spot now. Oh. I'm going to ask you for three <laughs> three qualities. Three qualities you want in a Karen, okay? So start thinking about them now, right? You're looking at someone. What do you want to see from that act actress, all right? What will sell it for you? Uh, and God, uh, while these guys are thinking about this, I, I'm not going to be at the auditions, unfortunately. I was really looking forward to being there, but I can't commit over the two days. And the way the scoring works, it's got to be consistent over the two days. So Gareth was like, you want to come and make a vlog? And I was like, no, because I'll be in people's way and stuff like, um, and, and you know, Fuel fuel's ridiculous at the moment, so we'll wait for that to go down first, shall we? Yeah. We'll going back into before to now in, in Oster Street. Um, Orla, we'll go to you first. Um, since you're gonna be acting alongside Karen. What yeah. three qualities make a good Karen? Okay. Um so I want someone who is 
clearly dedicated to the character. So um, you might, unlike myself and Dean, who have discussed how closely Izzy and Alid are to ourselves, and we've got to like find that line. Karen can be quite like outlandish, I guess, to some people. Like, obviously, we're not looking for someone who actually smokes. If you do, then that's fine. Like, whatever. But obviously, that's a part of Karen. So I want to see the dedication to the character, even if it's not quite like yourself. That's a big one for me. A second one is I want someone who's, unlike Karen, who can be like quite overbearing at times in her maternal nature, needs someone who's calm and collected in regards to like working with other scene partners because all the characters she's going to be working with are going to be totally different and she's got to be able to deal with all of those people um so someone who's kind of calm um third I guess like as you said um Al she's kind of like let's get things done organized not guess bossy in a way so need someone who can like yeah so like someone who can like control a situation um but isn't controlling i think that's that's important because obviously there needs to be a respectable relationship on screen and off screen so i'm looking for someone who's dedicated calm and organized i guess you could say Okay, I like that. It's good. Um, Nasa, what have you been thinking of? Yeah, I think um, I think whoever embodies Karen is going to be very similar to the character. So I think one one of the things that I'd definitely like to see in a Karen is someone that can, well, get stuff done really, and like you know, there's there's not too much like faffing about because I think Karen as a character is someone very straight to the point anyway. Um, someone that just comes in does their thing goes out again it's done dusted sorted not spoken about again i think i think karen whoever that character is that person the actor is going to also be very very like that very um decisive and and like important in them key moments um i also think i guess the perfect karen is going to be um i think tough loving as well i think she's going to know when when you know when you need to be like, uh, like assertive, yeah, yeah, like you know, like when when you need to give all the love and when you need to just say yeah, like, but this is how it is, you know, like, and I think again the actor is going to kind of embody that as as Karen does, and the third one, um, yeah, I probably agree with all of just someone dedicated, someone that that is really willing to just throw themselves into this character. And just absolutely embody everything that, that Karen is and does, and 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 yeah, yeah, I'd say that's that really. Amazing, uh, Gareth. Oh well, come to me when all the good ones are gone. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I, I think um, she that she needs to be someone who, on a day-to-day basis, has got uh, uh, as a as a character has got two sides to her. I think um, with the rest, with the staff, she will be very very no filter. Which I can relate to, so that'll be easy to write it right about. Um, someone who's got no filter, who is just says it as it is, and she doesn't care if she upsets you because she expects you to be able to handle it. You're here to do a job like she is, but she has very, very high standards for how she does her job, and she expects everyone to hit those standards. And if they don't, they're not going to last too long. Um, 
hence why it takes a long time for Izzy to kind of win her over. But when you do win her over, there's an awful lot of love spent. You have to earn that love. She's not just going to be nice to you because you're working there. But if you earn it, then you're fine. Now, the difference is for, that might be how we see her in, a, say, her first scene. But then if the next scene's with residents, you will see a completely different Karen. And she'll be very, very affectionate, very calm, because she's an experienced carer. She runs a care home. So it would be really bad writing if she's just a complete and utter unfiltered so-and-so to everyone. Because obviously with residents, she would have to know, know there's a very different tone you, you should be setting as opposed to what you might say to staff members in a private staff room away from residents. So I think that would be the first thing is those two sides to her um, to start with. Um, I think a second point would be she needs, as an actress as well, she needs to have a sense of humour underneath it all as well. There needs to be needs to be able to not take yourself too seriously, um, you know, and be self. I think Karen as a character is quite self-deprecating. Um, I'm not saying you have to do that about yourself, but but just in general, having a good sense of humour, having a laugh would be important. And I think I'm going to reiterate what the girls have both said in my third point. Dedication is is key. Um, get used to, like, I mean, Orla gets it worse than anyone, bless her. So maybe when Karen turns up, she won't have to put up quite so much. She'll still get a fair, a fair, fair bit of it. But the, oh, Orla, just thought of this thing that could probably wait. But, hey, let's talk about it now. Like, <laughs> different story ideas or scene ideas. Um, whoever Karen is, um, you know, you don't have to, like, get back to me at three o'clock in the morning or anything i won't actually mess you at three o'clock in the morning by the way but that's he will, he will. That's absolutely will <laughs> example but uh, i would say that an awful lot of that like all i mentioned at the, at the top of the show the reason she's become the lead and this is actually producer part of it at least the, the, the natural organic side to it is it's just grown into a thing that an awful lot of our jobs get done away from set I'm sure all of us agree with in terms of the planning and stuff, yeah. preparation. You need to like be okay with that as a thing. Like, oh, can we have a, can we have a Zoom meeting next week, Karen, whoever Karen is? Um, that will probably happen quite a bit as we go. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of work that goes goes into it before you even get onto the set. So someone who's okay with that. So there we go. Uh, anybody that's watching or listening uh, that will be taking part in the auditions, you got some tips there on how to win over the role. But, you know... Um, I'm going to say that one of the most important things you need to have as a Karen is to be able to just quietly destroy someone with a look. I mean, that, that, the Wesley, that Wesley rivalry that they're going to have, yeah. like if you can just make someone feel this big with a sort of look like that, dad look, mom look. Yeah. I can't wait for the, um, Wes, like now you've mentioned it all. I can actually like, I can envision because Gavin is great. Yeah. like yeah. he's yeah. he's he's like kind of scary as well as like so i can't wait to see the the back and forth between um karen and wesley that's going to be entertaining yeah um, we, we've got um we've got some comments coming in as well carol uh booth is in the chat she says hi guys and girls better late than never nana carol loud she says oops uh sorry nodded off not like me hey gareth <laughs> <laughs> and, and Brandy says thank you so much for all those amazing tips and Michelle as well she's in the chat she says uh, so helpful thanks I'm so good I'm not going to be able to meet you guys I really am because uh, I'm such a talkative put I'm really not I'm very nervous no. and weird when I'm away from a microphone I'm kind of like so I need to walk around with a microphone all the time <laughs> um, look uh, we, we've you guys have sent your your love I mean we, we got a very nice message I know you sent one today NASA I don't have that but we've got some nice messages for for the, the ladies taking part in the auditions and there's one here from Simon Fisher Becker himself who's gonna be part of the cast with you so let's take a look at that here we go hello 
this is the message for all those who are going to audition for the part of Karen in the forthcoming production of Henry House, uh, which is made by Rocking Horse Media Company. I'm Simon Fisher-Becker. Some of you will know me as uh, Dorian Moldovar from Doctor Who or the Fat Fryer from Hufflepuff House or even as Tony Fazakadi from Puppy Love. I'm here just to let you know that I will be playing Jasper Henry, the owner of uh, Henry House, and I will be a sort of father figure, or will become a father figure uh, to the character of Karen. So I look forward to seeing you all. When it comes to the audition, uh, there are only two tips, really. One, be prepared. If you've been sent to a script, try and learn it as best you can. Uh, but above all, before your audition, take a comfort break. I always say that uh, you should try and relax and enjoy an audition uh, and that you're only an audition away from something quite special happening for you. Well, until we bump into each other again on set, I'll say good luck with everything and toodle-pip. Oh, that was really nice. Oh, bless. Oh, I love Simon. He's great. He's, He's great. great. I totally agree with his top tip, though, about um, trying to enjoy an audition. Like, that is, I mean, obviously, nerves are a big part of performing, like, live or not. Like, nerves are always kicking about, but it's how you handle those nerves. If you can take them and use them positively, then that cut that like we can see it from like the audition panel we can tell um if you're just kind of having a good time but obviously at the same time don't be afraid of saying can i just take a moment i think there's there's a lot of stigma around that obviously we expect you to be prepared to an extent but if you need to just have a sip of water or take a moment like we are human as well we get it, you know. Like yeah. I think, I think that's an important part of the audition process. It's also worth um, remembering that a lot of the people on that panel have been where you are. Um, Orla, Dean, Gavin, in particular, Christy, who's on the panel, who's not part of Henry House but has auditioned for a major role in the past. They know what it's like to be up there because they've all done it. Um, so, uh, Orla, would you, did you enjoy your audition? You some of people to enjoy it. What about you? Did you did you do you take your own advice? Uh, Yes and no. Like the trick, I think what was uh, I managed to like freak out before I even got there because I was <laughs> traveling by public transport on a route that I'd never taken before. Maybe that was my own mistake. Maybe I should have maybe scouted out the route prior, but I only gave myself two days, so I didn't really have time to freak out about it. Um, whereas these these uh, lovely ladies have have had a few months now to to like kind of freak out so I imagine all of a sudden they'll be like oh my god it's next weekend because that's how I felt when Gareth messaged me by the way remember to book that weekend off work and I went uh yep 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 got it yep so yeah. I imagine the nerves will hit them um but I, I eventually enjoyed my audition so I'm sure I some think, of them will <laughs> I think this is quite a unique audition in a way though in the fact that these girls have had to wait so long. Like it's festering inside their head. You know, you, you'll know, obviously, all we've spoken about this before. And an audition is meant to be an in-out process. In, do yeah. it, rip off the band-aid, go on, go to the next audition. Whereas these these ladies that are watching now, um, I've had that to think about for so long. So maybe that'll play on their mind. I don't know. But I've got to say, all right, um, 
Rock North Media is a very, very welcoming company. Um, obviously, there, there are people that are working with Rocking Horse that were at the auditions. Now, you've got Chris, who was assistant director on Izzy versus Jess. He he auditioned as the part as Alid. And then there's, there's Ben as well. He's still, still sort of hanging about in the background now. I think he's going to come back, isn't he? And obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it, so even if you don't get the part of, of, of Karen, um, there are opportunities available. So just give it your all. Get on with everybody. Uh, and, and no cat fights in the, in the pre-audition waiting room will that be okay. <laughs> I'm, I won't have it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, Samantha Wells is like, uh, not what she says. She says here, um, I've got the tips uh, in my head. They are playing tennis in my head at the moment. Kind of just covered that. It's quite cool. Uh, only kidding. Great. Sounds great. Um, and she also said before that, humor. Well, I have one trait. I might I might have to act the others. Lol, laughing faces. And <laughs> um, I think I'll just uh, I'll just be coming to play, which is great, isn't it? It's great to hear that somebody's going to come yeah. have fun. And I think, to be honest, that can help you because if you don't, if, if you can, like I mentioned about Karen as a character doing this, but if you can come in and this take this is easy said than done, but if you can come into that room and say, you know what, I'm just going to relax and not take myself too seriously and see what happens. If you can yeah. do that, you, you give yourself a great chance. I, I understand it's a lot. It's easy, it's easy to say that, but if you can do it, then then um, it, it can be the best the best approach. Um, Simone, as well, she says, "Lovely people, I'm going to have uh, going to have to go, but we'll listen to the recording later. Tell me, do we think Karen is from up north, Yorkshire, or Staffordshire? Uh, does doesn't she use duck?" As a term of all right, duck. As a term of endearment. Uh, sorry to run off, but I've got to give my daughter a lift. Obviously, um, her social life comes way before any of my commitments. Um, lovely. Thank you so much, uh, Samantha, for 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 ch chatting in, uh, tuning in. And um, yeah, yeah, looking well, forward to meeting you. Yeah, it'd be it's lovely. A great, it's a great question Sam's got there, and I, and the the answer to it is things like that where she's got duck in at the minute. Like like we found out. Like it's, it's hard to imagine, but Izzy Orchard wasn't meant to be Scottish. And I'm shocked. And here we are. So, um, <laughs> and now working with Shona and, and all are together, um, two generations of the, of, of the same family. I'm, I'm often getting told what different Scottish words mean when they actually say them to me in conversation, and I have to ask, "What are you talking about?" And yeah. and, and and now that's facts into the script to make it authentic. But my point is, is that whilst we're saying duck now, because that's like the initial idea for Karen, if someone comes in who's you know, got a, a different dialect, different background from different part of the country, that can be changed very easily. So we're not stuck in our ways on that at all. As long as it's not it's... la, like Wrexham, like we can't write la, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it, man. I mean, it's Don't just, it's do. one of those flexible things, isn't it? Like, yeah, the dialogue and things can be, can be shifted a little bit. Obviously, certain things have to be said in a certain way, but that doesn't mean that you can't, have an accent like my dad said for me Orla your accent will either be the making or breaking of you getting the part yeah. especially because like down in England you know like sometimes I get a lot of stick for it sometimes people are like what are you saying and I'm like well I am talking English but you know like accents are one of those things yeah um and one of my favorite it's a weird pull for me but it's, it's something that's always been on my mind is i love the sharp books by bernard cornwell right and they made a tv series with sean bean now in the books sharp is from london he's like proper like, i could smell london i love it and he's like he's, he, you know that's how he's portraying the books but sean bean has that right 
you know, and he swore then. I know he said his most famous line, which I'm not allowed to say on the show. But, you know, you try telling people that um, Sean Bean can't be sharp. He sold the role. He was passionate about it. And for yeah. years, people recognized him as that role. So there you go. It, it just, I think it's all about passion. It is. Um, I think we, as a panel, we've got to have an open mind on that front. Because, like, if you said to me now, um, and no one else should play Izzy, it's as simple as that. I just I just walk away from my project. <laughs> for any reason, if all I w- walk in front of a bus tomorrow, don't walk in front of a bus tomorrow, or any day for that. I'll matter. try not to. But, <laughs> But if she did, and suddenly she couldn't be Izzy anymore, I would walk away for this entire... I couldn't do it, so because no one else could play that part. Um, but going, going into the day we met her, Scottish was not even a thing that was remotely thought about. Um, so I think as a panel, we've got to look at it and think, you know what, Karen, allow them to change our mind. Yeah, Amazing. and that goes for physical attributes as well. It does, yeah, like, for everything. Yeah. Like the... the image of karen at the oh. minute she's a face she's like a faceless blur of yeah. of of a figure like i literally don't know what she looks like like does that I mean, mean uh gender is uh a thing as well really um, there's no room for a keef <laughs> i'm just saying no but, um, but it's, it's just that you've got I mean, to be open-minded you do. i mean you know? i mean brandy in the comments there is just re- re- reference it slightly brandy from, hails from america and she's auditioning to be Karen with a full American accent, I would imagine. So this can go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, she also says in the chat, I have to agree with what Alex is saying about the kindness of Rocking Horse. RHS, Rockin' Horse. Uh, everyone has been open, reassuring, and loving, lovely, especially with me not exactly having a local accent. Yes. I relate, Brandy. Mm. <laughs> what i say is your accent's your problem not mine you know what i mean it's, it's you what is you if you can sell you as a character you're winning absolutely yeah. so good good luck to all the all the people taking part in the auditions and i can't wait to meet you uh on the on the next edition of horses and biscuits because that's what's coming you guys that's that's the prize he's coming on horses and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, Karen, that's the next episode so Whoever it is, whoever is going to get that part, make sure two weeks today. I know you're busy next weekend, but the following weekend, we'll need you with us on the show two weeks today. So be be with us. What would be really good is if we could meet up. I mean, people are geography is an an object, isn't it? We we will see. We will see. Um, We I've got to show you this picture as well, and maybe NASA can explain (laughs) what this picture is all about. Moving away from the auditions, NASA, what is this? So boom box. This is maybe like 20 minutes before we walked into the Tate Museum. And uh, Gareth said a few words which meant we wasn't allowed to go through. Um, (laughs) Oh, why does that not surprise me? It's not my fault I've got a sense of humour, you know? (laughs) Something about robbing or bombing the place or something in a big bag. Luke, Luke, one of our, um, our associate producers on Henry House, we walked in with him. He had a big, massive bag, like Luke does all the time. And I just, and they were like, I up this bag anyway. And I said, you know what? There's only one reason I come in here is to scout it out for a robbery. And we got asked to leave. But a woman looked at you and said, <laughs> yeah, no. And the bag <laughs> Oh my God, that's my worst nightmare. I would just like crawl up in a ball and with the ground to just swallow me up right there. And then... Okay. Has to leave the state gallery. Um, yeah. state gallery, sorry. Brandy says, Is there any time for a question? Of course, there is. Firing question will fit it in somewhere. So, yeah, what is the uh, what's the meaning of this picture that Gary sent us apart from him being an absolute hoodlum? So, well, I mean, we was in London, 
<laughs> the lead man of Rocking Horse was in London. As you do. Rocking Horse is based in Oswestry. And me, coming from down south, decided to be in a picture with the lead of Rocking Horse in a picture in London to help announce and introduce Rocking Horse London. We're expanding. Yes, we're getting big. Taking over. Of uh-huh. course. <laughs> I mean, nationwide. <laughs> and uh, NASA here is going to be running, managing Rocking North London. Uh, we've already got some projects in the pipeline, haven't we? Uh, yes. I don't know how much you want to say about that, NASA. I'll let, I'll let you say a couple of words on that one. Yeah. So, so we have a few projects in the pipeline. Um, we've got we've got two films. One in which I've written and directed. One of which I'm producing. Um, it's hard to say which one's going to come first at the moment. But um, yeah, we've got a project called Stages, which is uh, written by a guy called Conrad Pollock and directed by someone called Jack Evans. Um, and that is being done in London, sort of at Crohn's. Um, and then we've got a project of mine called Weightless Words, which is going to be um, a, a Rocking Horse London project as well, written and directed by me, uh, produced by me and Rocking Horse, of course, um, and Rocking Horse London. So, yeah, we've, we've got some exciting stuff coming up, uh, both both to be released, hopefully this year. And um, yeah, so it's just starting to get Rocking Horse London on the map, starting to introduce its existence and, and stuff like that, and just just letting us letting the world know that we're not messing about, really, are we? No. Oh, this no, is not. so exciting. Mm. I think I was maybe told about this, but I think I was also told to keep it hush hush, so I forgot about it. But I'm excited now. <laughs> well, well, there's, there could be rocking off leads as well now, can't there? Oh God, don't, <laughs> don't, like, because then I'm oh, I, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, what I've, what's nice for me, like, I'm so used to like having to run everything. I've day one, it's just been like, oh, and most of it didn't come off. Let's be honest, until the has just changed all that. Um, but now there, I can probably count uh, maybe on more than one hand, at least that there's a number of Rocking Horse projects. Now I'm having to pick and choose which ones I'm involved in on, on like a day-to-day basis. It used to be like it was just me. Now because we have all the stuff with Orla and we've got this massive undertaking, this five-year care home drama series to produce, let's face it, if you're doing that, you haven't got room for much else. So uh, Luke Allen, NASA um, and a few others, they are – managing day-to-day various other different projects um to allow me to focus on i get to pick the bits i want to work on you know which is which is nice and and, and also mm. it's nice not knowing what's coming it's nice to actually sit there and think oh i don't actually necessarily know what's about to happen on this screen so um it's nice to, to have to, to be more of an audience member than i've ever been before so that's good are you are you looking for more people to join in? Are you looking for writers? Are you looking for sound people? Are you looking for young people, experienced? Is there anybody that can come and help you guys, whether you're in in London or up here in Shropshire with Rocking Horse? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'm sure Nash would agree that we can never have enough people, can we? Oh yeah, no, always. And it's it's always a delight to meet new people, work with new people, because everyone's got a different vision, everyone's yeah. got different ideas and stuff. So it just broadens obviously our network and and everyone else's. So we will take yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Michelle is in the chat. She says, um, I feel so much more relaxed about the whole audition process because of this podcast. Thank oh, you so much. Good. No, it's been a pleasure to have you here, Michelle. And um, go back and listen to some of the other Rockin' Horse episodes because there's a lot of information there over the last sort of, how long have we been doing this for now? Six months-ish. Yeah, so my, first, my first one was the uh, first one. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. That's an Izzyism from all of there. Yeah. There we go. Out for a minute then, but um, but out. Is it worth us mentioning to the guys know anyway on an internal level that um the next one is going to be almost a a last in a series kind of feel to it as we go to monthlies, isn't it? So, you know, the, the next yeah. one we've got is going to yeah. be we're going to take a break then because uh, me and all are in um in particular to start with, but we we've all got a massive rehearsal process. We've got to film a care home drama pilot you're going to be a busy guy so we're going to move into monthly soon aren't we yes we are uh the shoes we best get is going to be it's, it's festival season and you know anybody that's watching now that listens to the shoes biscuit regularly will know that shrewsbury is a party town and there's there's literally a festival every weekend wherever it be uh, in the quarry or, or the Westminster showground and we, we've been invited to we've got a mobile studio that we take along and we can go and do all that so I, i'm not going to be as available to i mean there's there's um i've been invited to two festivals on the same weekend and I said yes to both of them, not realizing on the same weekend. So I'm kind of like, hmm, <laughs> in two places at the same time. So I don't know how I'm going to do that. But so, yeah, we, we'll do this every month from then on. But it'd be nice to just to check in. In fact, actually, it'd be better because we'll, like, we'll have more information or things to talk about. Um, yeah. Brandy's questions come through. Um, it came through a while ago, but we were, we were, we were um, she, she says, what, what would all describe the word bolshi means pertaining to Karen's behavioural traits? Now, is this a, uh, a cultural divide here? Bolshi, what does bolshi mean? Well, I don't know what that word means. I'm so, going to Google it. Um, I, would, I would take that to mean kind of like brash, kind of bold, kind of like, um, I wouldn't say extrovert-ish, but I'd just say, you know, if you're in a certain situation um not it being here, self-conscious deliberately combative or uncooperative so that oh, means so i was completely wrong oh, I, was, yeah, I could have stopped you absolutely bold and brash like it's kind of a lot of front i think you know sort of not not care you know sort of standing your ground and not caring who you offend i think yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and asking so, questions about everything. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do that for? Want to get him to do it? Wanna, yeah. So really, yeah. we've learned from this experience not to ask Orla for dictionary definitions. Because <laughs> <laughs> not only will you not be able to understand what she's saying, but she's not going to know anything about what she's saying. Oh, I'm joking. No, hey, Orla. at least I sounded confident in my answer. That is a big. <laughs> that is that is half the battle. You would have believed me had Al not looked up. I was very, it was very convincing. I wrote it and I believed you. No. <laughs> and Brandy says that's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle, Michelle says uh, broad, broad shoulders and wide elbows. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. You what, darling? You want to question me on this? Yeah. <laughs> I think these ladies, as as people have probably worked out, a lot of the people commenting with the exception of Shona, although she she is going to be in it somewhere because she's going to be an extra at some point. We won't go into that now. Mother and daughter will be on camera. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But those Can we nice on that there. day as, as long as possible? <laughs> um, but a, a lot of the other ladies, as you can probably work out from what their comments are, what coming through thick and fast, thank you all for doing that, is these are auditioning Karens. And looking through what some of the comments they're giving us, I've got no doubt in my mind that next weekend, I'm more excited about it than I was before the show. It's going yeah. to be a tough decision. For I'm me. so oh, I'm so good. I can't be there. Well, you know where we are, Al. If you, if you decide to change your mind, mm. you you know, you know. I know. In the past, added auditions, you just text the group chat the day often. You won't come in. Said, "Oh, 
guy comes up for audition, you're like, yeah, just go for it. So, can we not just set up a and camera, a webcam? And there's, and and there's, like, and there's, two, there's two days of it. So, mm. it's the score. Which in itself is madness. Yeah. Okay, we'll try and sort. We'll, we'll try. We'll try and sort. Even if I'm just there for the yeah. one day. What's that? That's my, that was Google going. What do you want? I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll try and sort something out because I really want to meet some of these ladies. Uh, I, I miss Karen as well. Karen is in the chat. She says uh, this has been really helpful, guys. Thank you. Oh, oh, we're very glad that we could do this for you guys. Um, right? Is there anything else, Gareth? You want to tell people before we do start slowly um, moving off? I don't think so. Other than what I would say, and, I, and I've had this. This has been said to me um, for a few different Karens have asked me this. I've said about like filming schedules, availability, what's Karen look like, this, that, and the other. We always cast the best person available. We don't cast best looking on... people. Only only attractive people. <laughs> we don't we don't ever cast the most convenient actor or actress ever. We we will we will won't worry about when you're available, when you're not. We will cast you because you're the best one for the job and then we'll worry about that later. Um, yeah. that might cause a lot of headaches at some point, but that's just one of those things. We've all a we can't go into details of it, but there's a there's a very very high chance that um, a certain cast member will will sign on with us, a high profile one. That will mean that a lot of all the scenes can't even happen until mid August, for instance. But as far as we're concerned, we've we we've come into this wanting to make the best product possible. Now, me and Ola would not feel satisfied making this if we knew that we we passed the opportunity up just to make life a bit easier not for me we, we do what needs to be done so don't worry about when you're available we'll cast you first and foremost and then we'll worry about that yeah just come up have some fun maybe meet whitely i don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen knock it out of the park have fun go home maybe get the role oh there you go i don't know uh simone says um good thing i can understand all normally i'm like ah my wife says that she's yeah. Like, <laughs> my, my little boy says it as well now. Eh? Or uh, what? Oh yeah, with with Scots. I'm originally from Portsmouth, way down south. I will say for all of accent though, even though we joke, she is incredibly easy to understand. It's not like a Sir Alex Ferguson accent. Oh, see, the thing understand. is, is my accent has my accent's always mellow compared to some of my pals from back home, and and some family friends that I've got back home. Like I know for a fact that you guys would have no clue what they were saying Probably so not. my accent's quite mellow anyway and then living down in england for the past three years it's it's calmed down quite a bit it's calmed down well. a bit the doctors gave me some cream and it's calmed down a little bit now <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, went, we, we uh we went on holiday uh to goodness. um <clears throat> and uh, there was this there was one of the red coats there and he kept saying boys and girls and i was uh, every time he said it i'd be like girls oh it's the most Gettles. amazing thing ever it's amazing yeah. girls my favorite thing um, is if in the scottish accent if you say space ghettos in a, in, a, in a Scottish accent, it sounds like Spice Girls, and in oh, I love that. Uh, I love that. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, just just to just to clarify how much I love all his accent, right? I'm going to put this on the speakerphone, so hopefully you can hear this. I'll let me know if you can't hear this for any reason, and we'll try oh, again. God. Right, wait for it to fit. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. It will stop ringing in a sec. This is this is the voicemail for Rocky Norse's office number, by the way. I'll turn it up. I'll turn you up. Rocking Horse Media, Izzy speaking. Sorry that we couldn't take your call at the moment, but if you leave a message, I promise someone will get back to you as soon as they can. Bye. 
<laughs> that's fantastic. I mean, oh, iconic. That's the confidence I have in her. And I have to say, all it is, I'm not to say this because, you know, you're my favourite lead actress and stuff, but it's got to be one of the most beautiful accents I've ever heard. I really love your accent. Oh, so never change it. <laughs> not you go good, off people, but... can't you, Nasa? You know, you wouldn't talk about her accent. You didn't talk about ours, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love Nasa's accent because I, I, I to like me, it's accent. just English, but I just it's don't just remember English. that. Well, yeah, but I've discovered that that's, that's not the right thing to say. It's, it's just Essex, I think. <laughs> I, I do like Nasa's accent, and it really helps sell Rocky North London because you genuinely, like, you sound authentic. Yeah, well, I'm listen to my whole life, mate. You think one that, day Nasa's going to look good? Oh, hello, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, I'm Nasa. I could nice do. I could do, you know, if, if you want me to be. Yeah. I, I can do the pinky with the tea and everything if you want. Yeah. Oh, I love acting. It's one of, especially when I was doing the You Suck stuff, you know, m- meeting people from all around America. And, you know, we used to play the accent games where we'd pit somewhere on the map and we'd talk, do different accents. And then I'd get my American co host to go through the UK and do different accents. Like, right, go do a Geordie accent then. Go on, show me what that looks like. Uh, it's just the most amazing thing. And, and uh, do learning my voice acting stuff now and mm. practicing and constantly going through different things. It's just so, so amazing. It's a great adventure. Anyway, we could talk about this all day. We've been, all been going in nearly an hour. Um, Gareth, social media. Do the social media thing. Where can people find you? They can find us uh, uh, our website, which is still got Izzy versus Jess on the homepage. You've got it till the end of this month to watch it. Um, uh Facebook, where we're most active, and, and our Instagram, Rocky North Media, or on Instagram, it's rocking underscore horse underscore media, I think. Um, we've also got a Twitter, but Luke's not here. So that, that, that exists. Just look at yeah. it. Um, yeah, or, and, and give us an email. Um, even even though all, all the Karen positions are filled, um, we, we, we always we've got an active workshop coming up, haven't we? You know, to, to, to build this this care home, the background of it, um, the fabric of it is going to be built by residents and carers who aren't Karen, who aren't Izzy. So there's there's still opportunities coming for people, whether you're class or crew. So email us at info at rockynorthmedia.co.uk as well. Amazing. Um, Nasa, you want to tell people where they can find you in particular? If they want to, you know, if people want to get in touch with Rocking Horse London. Yeah. So um, you can reach me on my email at the moment, which is nasa at rockinghorse.media.com. Sort of. Let's try again, shall we? <laughs> so it's nasa at rockinghorsemedia.co.uk. That's uh, the one. <laughs> um, or you can find me on Instagram at amy.doesfilm. Just DM me on there. Um, and yeah, that's where I'll be, really. We don't Amazing. have a separate um, domain or email or anything for Rocking Horse London as of yet. And all of you are possibly going to be really selfish and leave me from Shrewsbury. Leave me, leave me to deal with Shrewsbury <laughs> by myself. How could you do this to me? Uh, the dodgy Sorry. the dodgy pavements in, in Colum. Who else by my side to fight them? Um, so how can people follow you? Your uh, people can follow me on Instagram uh, at Orla L. Jones Performs. And then I also have a Facebook page, um, Orla Jones Performance. Um, so look me up on there. Um, I know that my page has been tagged several times in Rock and Horse Facebook. So if you can find me by searching, go on there and you'll you'll be able to find me. It's really hard to search for all on Facebook because you've got that weird finger brother. Well, it's yeah, I've got the fada. So like my name isn't actually spelt like that. It's spelt like just with a normal O. But um, it's like you unique, darling. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. through uni Stunner. I've had to like look at um unique selling points and stuff, and I thought, hey. Let's make my name more Irish. It works. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
Sorry, Sorry Gareth, you're going to say something? Uh, yeah, I was going to say that I was. Uh, it took me ages to work out how to do it, but basically, if you hold down the O and then and then you press four, then it comes up with the thing to do the the O there's, like that. Yeah, on different laptops and phones, there's different ways you can put the put the accent on it. It took me ages to figure it out as well. <laughs> but you can tell that I that I, I write her name an awful lot because I went to like just write a totally un un related word beginning with an O. And it decides to put one of them on it. I think you're like, okay. So my autotype now just puts it on everything. So <laughs> beware. Um, if you want to follow me, guys, um, as well, I'm on Instagram. I'm that biscuit guy on Instagram. I could do with a few more followers. I just like, I, I it was one of those accounts I made. I was like, <laughs> I just chucked it to one side. I'm not going to do anything. But um, everything that I do, whether it's the shoes for biscuit, whether it's horses and biscuits, you circle my radio stuff. Uh, you can follow me there on Instagram as as well. This has been put in uh, partnership with the shoes for biscuit podcast which is a bit like the one show for Shrewsbury. We kind of cover everything that's going on. Um, and you can find all of our content on our website, which is the shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. And that's powered by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, anyone need a website? Because uh, I've got some good friends at Web Orchard that will sort you out. Whatever you need it, whatever you need it for. If you need it for Etsy, if you need it for uh, an acting page or bio or OnlyFans, I don't know, whatever it is you got, right? Web, web, <laughs> web Orchard will sort you out. They'll make you the perfect website. Um, okay. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Your comments have been lovely throughout the, the podcast. Um, Samantha's back. She's back just as as we're as we're we're going. Um, she says oh. sorry I had to dip out in the middle, but it's okay. You can go back and listen back to it. Um, we will catch you in two weeks time with the new Karen. Oh my god, that's Woo! exciting, right? New Karen. Yeah. Last episode uh, of the series kind of feel to it. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. It'll be a lot of fun. Brilliant. Thank you so much for tuning in, and and, and again, happy Easter to all of you. Peace happy out. Easter, guys. Happy Easter. Bye. 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 Bye.